0: I wanted to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Talent Insights. Talent Insights are Australia's leading data specialist recruitment business. They are experts in recruitment strategy and delivery for analytics and data teams. They are the go-to recruitment business for all your data roles in Australia, and they can help both with permanent hires and short-term project-focused data resources. I've used Talent Insights in the past, and I've always found them fantastic to work with. Visit them at talentinsights.com.au We made a very conscious decision that
1: every individual or every team member within the data practice will spend close to 20% of their time developing their skills on their career progression, cross-skill training, learning new skills that is required as future capabilities, and then implement their learnings in the squads. and in the tribes where they actually deliver the work. So it's been quite a revelation for us our team members seem to enjoy the fact that they are learning, but at the same time also able to execute their learnings in live projects.
0: Lots of new activity happening in Data Futurology. We're continually challenging ourselves to come up with new ways to create value for the community. We want to continue to bring you the topics that are relevant to organizations that are using and scaling AI. And we want to provide you use cases, challenges, new approaches, ways to overcome the resistance and the barriers in order to get value from these technologies. We have recently redone our website. It looks much better. Go and check it out, tell us what you think. We wanted to make it easier for people to access the content that we've been creating and you'll see there in the events tab, all the events that are coming up from data and AI in finance to our event on MLOps to looking at multi-cloud strategies, the impact of DevOps into the data analytics world. Please continue to provide us suggestions with the topics that you want to hear about and we will make sure that we put those events together for the community. We're doing this for the community, so thank you so much for your support, and I hope you continue to enjoy the content that we're producing. Hi, and welcome to the Data Futurology Show. In Data Futurology, we seek to cover analytics, data science, machine learning, and AI from the perspective of leadership and strategy. So we want to help people develop their careers to become leaders or become better leaders by driving the adoption of AI and machine learning in their organizations. For that, we bring you different perspectives from executives and leaders in the space from around the world. And we focus on use cases, on getting value from these technologies, and we hope that these help you on your journey and understanding the art of the possible. So hopefully this brings you value. Thank you so much for the people that are tuning in again. We love our audience. We've been having both sessions that are recorded and sessions that are live, and that's been a really great way to engage the audience in different formats. And thanks so much, everyone, for joining. Today, we have a Excellent topic, one that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. We're focusing on starting an AI and machine learning initiative from an innovation area within a large company, and then how that innovation area can grow the value that they're providing, so then they're helping all of the mothership with the AI and ML components. Really interesting journey that we have today, really interesting proposition. A lot of large organizations have taken this path of starting an innovation area to help upgrade or update the, the main business. And this the journey that we're going to be covering today has been a fantastic one. So I think you'll get a lot of this episode. For this, we've got our very special guest, which is Ram Radhakrishnan. He is the General Manager for Customer Analytics, AI, and Data Science at Woolies X. Ram, great to have you on the show. How are you going today?
1: Thank you, Felipe. Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm doing great. Uh, how about you?
0: Yeah, excellent, right? Uh, thank you very much. Very excited uh, for for this discussion. So uh, I was hoping you could kick us off uh, by telling us about your role and your remit um, at Woolies X, and and then we'll take it from there.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. I joined um, Woolies about six years ago um, as head of BI um, for loyalty, and um, it's been quite a journey as my role has been evolving for the last you know, six years and um, I've been um, part of the um, Uli's X team ever since it got formed about four years ago and and my role um, has evolved from BI to custom analytics and then also AI and data science. Currently I lead the Uli's advanced analytics um, data practice um, and we Um, moved towards an agile uh, transformation um, in the last eight to 10 months. And um, ever since then, um, I've been leading a practice focusing on capabilities and capabilities from both uh, people perspective and also uh, future capabilities in terms of um, AI and ML and analytics and BI um, such that, and continue to support our business to achieve their goals.
0: Amazing, amazing, right? There's um a lot, a lot to cover there in in the time that you've been. Um, tell me, um how how did the how did the journey start, and um and what are some of the um the key, I guess, milestones in in your time there?
1: Yeah, I think, um, like I said, you know, I joined um, as a you know, head of BI um, building capability uh, within the BI space, and 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 I think back then uh, we were trying to um, bring in some of the um, advanced analytics capabilities in house um, at Woolies. Um So um, I almost feel like um, the the journey uh, was like a startup for me personally because it was about um, Building teams and building capabilities, uh, we started off with a handful of analysts, and and um, we've gone we've grown tremendously in the space uh, in the last few years, and um, we have uh, more than two hundred and fifty plus um, you know data practitioners today uh, in Woolies X, um, and um, again uh, covering a wide. Um, array of uh, uh, disciplines, um, so we've got um, a team of data scientists, um, and uh, you know, then we've got machine learning engineers, um, then we have um, analytics, and even within analytics, uh, there are uh, different disciplines such as digital, customer, operational, um, and uh, network analytics. Um, and and then we also have the business intelligence uh, capability, uh, which kind of brings all of these together um, in terms of um, automation, reporting, and dashboarding. And and for me, what's exciting is we are able to build this world class capability, wherein we have all of these um, different data practitioners um, coming together, um, having a similar uh, skill set um, and, and also uh, at the same time different um, because, as you know, um, there is a wide um, you know array and breadth of uh, disciplines even within analytics. Um, and, and so there's so much for the team members to learn from each other uh, in acquiring new skills, um, and and um, really excited uh, for their growth within the practice, um, and and um, that's how um, the agile transformation and agile ways of working uh, really benefit the team members um, as part of this, um, you know, this edge journey.
0: That's awesome, man! And it's and it's um it's so true that when um, when organizations or an area scales really quickly and, and grows, there's so many opportunities for, for people to, um, to expand the roles, to take on new responsibilities, to um, almost pitch for work or make a case for the work that they that they would like to do um, and and yeah definitely organizations that go through through rapid growth uh, like yours has that it creates so much opportunity for for the team um, and then i also love the fact that you're you're focusing on um pollination so essentially getting people skills from from um, the other areas from other teams and obviously developing them within within their own um uh, specialty. How? Um, what? What type of uh, f- uh, initiatives uh, have do you guys have to to develop people um, in in other areas or in their or in their own area? How does that work in within the Woollywig X area?
1: Yeah, I, I think I might have to talk a bit about how we organize ourselves in an agile world. And what was interesting for me was I was looking around for a playbook. You know, this is about eight to ten months ago. How to implement agile at scale for advanced analytics specifically. Um, you know, are there organizations uh, which actually run their advanced analytics um, through agile? And there was not much help that <laughs> I could get at that point in time. So it was more of um, learning um, as we implemented um um and uh, i think the biggest um um advantage or you know the learning for me from this um you know process was that uh, a clear uh alignment of roles and responsibilities within agile um like like what is the role of a practice for example and what's the role of a tribe and uh, um, and and so almost like um, data and analytics partnering with the business functions or the business units, trying um, to were driving to achieve their goals and um, and and objectives and how can um, we bring in a cross-functional squad or team to deliver the right outcome for the customer uh, and for the team in our case and. Um, how do we seamlessly uh, blend um, as part of the agile uh, um, formation of the squads and tribes was the big learning for us. And and, and to answer to your point uh, about practices is where um, you develop your skills and capabilities um, and and tribes is where you actually execute the work. um, we made a very conscious decision that every individual or every team member within the data practice will spend close to 20% of their time developing their skills on their career progression, cross-skill training, learning new skills that is required as future capabilities within the AI, ML space, and so not just AI and ML, I mean across everything, right? Analytics and BI, and then implement their learnings in the squads and in the tribes where they actually deliver the work. So it's been quite a revelation for us. Our team members seem to enjoy the fact that they are learning, but at the same time also able to execute their learnings in live projects. So um, it's been um, like, um, again, we've not mastered it. We're still learning it. Um, We are still, um, you know, working uh, with the different business leads, um there's a lot of collaboration at play here, um, and um you've got the practices and the tribes, um, uh should be joined at the hits, working together, um, understanding the vision um of the business and of the you know of the particular area that we are trying to support and and how do we bring the right skills and capabilities that we have to deliver? The goals and objectives of the tribe that we are partnering with.
0: That's amazing, man. Yeah, I love, I love that that um getting them, uh, working really closely with with the business, with the other tribes, having that that sync um, be, between them. Um, yeah, and then um, that how how what are those cross-functional teams uh, look like? What are they What are they comprised of?
1: Yeah. So, so we've got a, um, um, like I said, we've got a discipline and, and we've got different chapters and we call it principal chapters and like data science is a principal chapter. Um, we've got a large number of data scientists, um, working within the chapter. Then we've got machine learning engineers who focus on, um, you know, um, machine learning, um, uh, productionization of, um, you know, our um, data models on data science algorithms. And then we've got um, analytics, again, within analytics, there is um, different disciplines such as digital analytics and customer analytics and operational analytics. And, um, you know, a couple of other also disciplines, um, campaign analytics is another good example of uh, how we support um, different um, below-the-line marketing campaigns that we send to our customers. So, um, And then also we've got business intelligence and reporting uh, being another discipline. Um, And and like I said, what's important for us um, is to have clear um, skills um, identified um, that would be required uh, for being part of each of these disciplines. And um, one of the things that we have newly developed is, um something called a career capability framework, like um, which which provides um, absolute transparency and visibility in terms of what skills do we need in each of these um, disciplines, and what level of expertise uh, in each of those skills do we need to be able to you know progress in your career, um, and 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 then uh, most importantly. Um, the team members get or have an opportunity to um, um, train and to self-train or you know reach out to individuals to cross-train themselves uh, so um, again it is something that we are looking to develop um, it, it's not uh, fully implemented but it's still happening in process and to your question earlier it just gives a massive opportunity let's say an analyst our team wants to become a data scientist um, they have every opportunity to do so because there is complete visibility and transparency as to what skills do they need to learn to become a data scientist and and then um, it's not just about the analyst uh, having um, the um, aspiration but it's also the leaders within the um, practice to enable them like um, how can the leaders uh, provide, for example, training opportunities and and even solving some real business problems for them uh, to apply their learnings? I think I think that's going to be very very important. It's almost like a, an academy, right? And 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 where people train, but not just train uh, or learn skills, but also get an opportunity to apply um, in real. World uh, problem. So um, that that's that's for me the most exciting part. And and being a team member um, in our practice, um, you get to um, experience um, and learn new craft every day.
0: That's outstanding, mate. Really, really inspiring. One uh, one uh, we we get a lot of questions around. Um, Career development and people um, asking for, for advice around what are the, the next um, skill sets that they should be learning or developing or any, any areas that you see that are, are of particular high growth or particular future importance um, to the organization. What, what would you say from your perspective? Anything that, that uh, you would like to see people learning or focusing or developing themselves in?
1: Yeah, I think, um, again, um, it's it's a balance uh, for me. Um, certainly AI and ML um, is um, a future capability that we see um, will take organization to new heights. Um, I, I think we are seeing um, the use of data um, uh, through the um, AI and ML capabilities solving for um business problems and um also um providing a very unique um, experience to our customers Um, uh, like uh, personalization is one good example where uh, we uh, personalize um, offers for our customers um and 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 that is just the beginning of it right but uh, we are looking at personalizing content as well to our customers so um, it's about, um, and, and customer needs are changing, and, and um, the expectations have never been higher than before. So, so we got to constantly innovate. Uh, we got to um, always, also, the other thing is customer first. I think that's that's the most important thing, and then bring in the right capabilities um, into into. You know, implementation. Like, uh, you know, in this case, we talk about AI and ML being the future capability. Um, and definitely, um, you know, there are a number of use cases. Uh, but, but I think it's important also um, to keep to be customer focused uh, and and how we overlay um, the capabilities that we build to ensure that the you know customers um, experience. Um, Is truly really, uh, unique and personalised, and, uh, um, and 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 very, you know, enjoyable from a customer perspective.
0: I love that customer customer centricity and and um, and keeping them in front of mind. That's that's awesome. Um, and within within the the AI NML space now, it's it's obviously quite quite big and quite diverse in terms of the number of maybe sub-specializations that, that people can, um, can follow or the skills that they can acquire. Um, within AI and ML, are there any, any uh, areas that you think that are particularly hot or up and coming?
1: Yeah, I think um, um, data science and machine learning, engineering, for example, are, are two areas which are uh, kind of coming closer together than ever before. Uh, for me, um, when we look for skills in a data scientist, uh, obviously we we'll make sure they have good modeling skills and math and stats background. Um, but we also starting to look at uh, people who have good uh, programming skills, um, which is going to be very important, like uh, Python and so on and so forth. And then also have good business acumen, Right. Um, that's that's so much more important um, when it comes to machine learning engineers it's all about the, having the software engineering background you know having the ability to um, take the you know models that the data scientists are building and scale it and productionize it right and and this is the new world of MLOps that I'm talking about it's all about operationalization of the machine learning algorithms that you've built But the more and more (laughs) I see um, these new upcoming trends where data scientists want to learn more of machine learning, they want to be also (laughs) able to um, do better coding for that matter, or to be able to start productionizing the algorithms that they are building. And similarly, the machine learning engineers want to understand how a data science model it being built or how can they have a better knowledge of the models, machine learning algorithms that are out there so that they can better support the data science. So there is that sweet spot. Um, It's not that every data scientist will become an engineer and every machine learning engineer will become a data scientist. That's not what we are trying, but it's about opening up the opportunities and providing a platform for our team members to be able to learn different areas where they are interested and focused in, but, but also it's about building that end-to-end capability. Um, and, and sometimes um, it is so important uh, for us um, that they lean in and um, know each other's area so that at the end of the day, the product that we are building, it's the capabilities that we need across these both streams. And, any machine learning product, you would need both of these capabilities.
0: So true. Yeah. And we're, we're definitely seeing um, a huge, a huge rise in demand for, for machine learning engineers, um, for, for data scientists to cross skill. Um, and I think particularly during, at least from my perspective, particularly during the pandemic, that's one of the areas that I've seen a lot of data scientists uh, skill up on um, both both the operationalizing machine learning models, the, the MLOps side, um, and also more on, on cloud. I've seen a lot of people um, take on cloud certifications. Um, and, and then, as you say, like going, building up a skill set that's an end to end and be able to become almost like a, a unit in the, in the space.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because um, the cloud uh, is a very good point. Because um, we adopted, um, like we um, moved uh, all our capabilities to Google Cloud Platform mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and and um, and we've been uh, pioneers in that space, uh, um, and and we have built uh, immense capability um, in the cloud platform, and it's been great for us and. Uh, um, some of the scale that we've achieved uh, in the products that we have built is the fact that you know we've had access to this cloud platform and it does give a lot of independence it does uh, give a lot of autonomy um to to you know uh, try a lot and learn new things and, and at the same time scale rapidly so um it's been again a quite a journey for us um, from from uh, you know, where we were a few years ago to where we are in terms of uh, getting all of
0: these AI and ML products in the cloud platform itself. Super exciting, right. Um, I also wanted to ask you about um, uh, a lot little, a little, a little of other questions that we get are on the hiring side. So people looking to to grow their teams and, um, and um, I find that there's there's a a move to hire on on potential. Um, um, what what are your your views on, on hiring on potential? And then what what are the, the key skill sets that you see that um, people should be able to to build on?
1: Yeah, the, yeah. I would actually go to the basics. The most important skill that I look for in people is having good attitude and aptitude. Um, I, I firmly believe in that. And and then. And on top of that, you start looking at specific skills that are required for the disciplines that I spoke about. For example, a data scientist, you need to have really good modeling skills, for example, tree-based modeling. And, and then you, you need to have really good programming skills that I spoke about, like you know having like a Python, for example. Uh, but then most importantly, you're looking for people who've got really good business acumen one of the things that we look for is not just having, for example, PhD degrees, right? Uh, we want to be um, hiring for people who have used their, um, um, you know, care, the skills to actually work and, you know, implement solving for real business problems. And I think that's that's very important for us. And, and similarly, you know, um, also, some future capabilities in this space, like for example, graph neural networks. That that's something that's really um, you know upcoming and and one of the um, latest um, you know uh, skills that that um, keep are acquiring and neural networks itself and um, um, so natural language processing, for example. So again, um, you know, like like for example, you. Build recommender systems. You could build recommender systems in so many different ways. You could use collaborative filtering, for example, or you could use graph neural networks, which is an upcoming mm-hmm. new technology. So um, we are looking for this array of skill sets and also not just skill sets, how have you used those skills in solving for real life problems um, or business problems for customers? Um, and similarly, machine learning is another um, you know, area where um, we need a lot of uh, um, um, talent and, you know, um, it comes to scaling of algorithms and productionizing of algorithms. You need to have a strong programming and engineering background to be able to take the models um, that have been built, but then um, operationalize them and, and also automate them. Like we have to move to a world uh, where um, it's more self-learning uh, and not just about building a model and and just leaving it on the shelf, right? We want it to be retrained, uh, and we want the model to be learning continuously. And and how can that be done in an autonomous manner? And only then we could be scaling. Um, if not, we need a fine of two thousand. Uh, team members in data science and ML, and we would not want to go down that path. So there's this constant strive for innovation in this space, um, automation, and and then scaling up uh, of everything that we are building. Um, so these definitely are the potentials for me. Um, these are the um, areas that we look for talent, and, and we look for talent um who have these skills and who are also learning? It's it's important that we provide an opportunity and a platform for um, you know learning um, and, and also upcoming data scientists and machine learning engineers in this space.
0: That's that is fantastic, right? And tell me tell me more about the um, the attitude and the aptitudes that uh, that you look for as as a as a foundational um, piece in in hiring. Uh, journey?
1: I, th- I think it's more to do with the culture, right? And, and uh, you know, I, I don't have to explain aptitude. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But attitude is more important. Attitude from a learning perspective uh, is so much more important. Um, I always uh, believe uh, that people progress well in their career when they have an attitude to learn new things and expand their knowledge and and challenge the status quo. Uh, for me, um, that's very important. Um, and and how do you differentiate yourself from others is key. Right? Like what skill sets do you possess that is going to be a differentiator amongst group of individuals, for example? Uh, and and you know how do you be a standout performer um, by trying out new things and um, and also constantly. Um, evolving things. Um, so, so that's exactly what I mean by attitude. Um, and and I, I think it's certainly uh, up to the individual. Uh, and, and at Woolies X, um, like we focus on team members. Um, we focus on team members such that we are able to, um, like I said, dedicate close to 20% of their time on developing their own skills and knowledge. And uh, that's that's kind of unheard of. Like for me, um, it's an investment uh, that we are making and and also uh, purely uh, ensuring that our team members are enjoying their stint here uh, and learning um, becomes a big part of it and and attitude comes along with that. Um, and, And going with a very open mindset to learning every day is crucial
0: i love it that is excellent and mate you've um you've uh given us um a lot of really really compelling uh information um between you know the the agile practices the the breadth and scope of the of the work um the the growth in the team and also the focus on the on the upcoming skills um i at least from my perspective, that all sounds um, really, really uh, appealing. If um, if there was people listening that that wanted to find out more information about uh, Woolies X or maybe even how how to join the team, where where would you direct them to? Where where could they find out more?
1: Uh, I, I'm sure um, there there are um, you know Woolies X opportunities um, that you would come across uh, in LinkedIn um, and also. Uh, you know we are always on the lookout for uh good data scientists or engineers or analytics in and there is portal um woodwards portal where we have all of these job openings and and you can always reach out to me <laughs> if you want to on linkedin as well um, and and um obviously i have a, a team um as well um and and you know that's something that um we are very keen To you know, make sure that if if um, there are talented individuals out there and who have a passion to work for in the data science and ML space and making uh, impacts to everyday customers and in their everyday life, um, definitely um, keen to have a conversation uh, with those individuals.
0: Amazing, amazing! That is that is outstanding. Thank you. Mate, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for um, coming on the show, for sharing your your uh, your vision, your insights. Um, the 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 work that you've done there is incredible. Being able to uh, create such a, a a drastic change and be able to to um, leapfrog in such a short amount of time um, is incredible. The fact that the team now has grown to over two hundred and fifty people and the way that you guys um, have organized ourselves and, and tackle the work, it's, it's really, uh, really commendable. So thank you very much for coming on the show to share with us.
1: Yeah, thank you, Philippe. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I was really excited to share um, some of our learnings and some of the growth that we've had in the last few years. Um, i like i said really excited to be in this space in the space of the future i think the ai and ml and how we're going to shape up and create an impact for our customers that we serve every day so thank you again really appreciate it thank you you too
0: mate have a good day that brings this episode to conclusion thank you so much for listening please find us on datafuturology.com or on facebook twitter linkedin or instagram as Data futurology. Also go to datafuturology.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes for this and any other episodes. If you liked this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it was helpful and valuable for you. Thanks again and see you next time.